0: still looking up, still
1: that song you know love is a journey I love a couple of statements that he makes in there is as, as he's as he's sharing the song and, and there's two specific ones at the very beginning he, he asked the question he says how old is your soul he, he's kind of he says to be right where you are I've seen where you've come so far but but how old how old is your soul and, and I thought about that you know Jesus Christ is, is the supreme example to us I mean he's the one that um gives us everything that we need really you know <clears throat> that's why the bible says and i've said this before in hebrews that 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 we don't have a high priest in other words we don't have someone jesus christ who doesn't understand what we're facing can i tell you something today can i can i share something with you today is that no matter where you are no matter what you're facing in life i want you to know that jesus christ and he knows how you feel because the Bible says that he was tempted in all ways that we are tempted, but he did so without sin. So what that means is, is that he, he went through heartache. He went through struggle. He went through questions. He went through difficulties. He, he went through all these things. And then, But the thing that drove him, the thing that moved him was this idea that I'm here to do the will of my father. I'm here to follow and be obedient to what God, my father has asked me to do. He loves me and, and then I love him. And in turn, because he loves me and I love him, then I can love you. That's what he began, that's that's the deal he wanted us to see. You see, that's what we miss so often in our communities. That's what we miss in our lives, and, and above all else, that's what we miss in our families. That's what we miss individually. I mean, if you break it down, it's that we don't recognize the value of the relationship with God that we can have individually. What we can experience and how we can know that we are loved, that we are forgiven. That we can have grace, unmerited favor because of what Jesus Christ did. It begins there, and then as he loves us and we love him, then in turn we are able to love our wives, our husbands, our children, and those around us as well. That's how this works. That's how how it functions. That's how it moves forward. Jesus walked this earth for 30 years. And there isn't much, like I said earlier, that we know about those 30 years. But but will we have what we do know is that he showed us, as I said, exactly what we need to do. There's a, there's a passage, and we think about that, how, that word that word soul, what, what does it mean, how old is your soul? You know, the soul is the seat, it's, it's, the, it's the seat of the mind, your will, and your emotions. In other words, it's that part of you, and, and the soul is the essence of who we are. It's what we think, it's what we choose to do, and it's how we feel. And the idea that God wants us to recognize is that as we have a relationship with him individually, that his that his Holy Spirit inside of us, his direction for us, should impact our soul. So he says, How old is your soul? In other words, how experienced are you in life? In other words, or better said, what kind of history do you have? What have you learned? That's that's even better. Jason Moraz is saying, How old is your soul? In other words, what how have you lived life and what have you learned from life that's the question Uh, and what do you think what do you do how do you feel you know i think i've said this before but most people live backwards they live based upon feelings i feel something and so therefore i choose to make a decision based on my feelings and then i think about it that's how most kids function right they do something stupid and then they recognize oh that was stupid and then they get in trouble for it and then the idea is to teach a child that, look, you should think before you act, be quick to listen, right, slow to speak. And so we should think before we should before we act. So think, make the choice, make a right decision, then act, and then the feelings will follow. But for the most part, most of us live different. You know, the Bible says, and Jesus made a statement, there was a, in Luke chapter 10, verse 25, uh, it says the Bible says, one day an expert in religious law stood up to test Jesus by asking him this question. Teacher, what should I do to inherit eternal life huge question right what what should I do and then Jesus replied what does the law of Moses say how do you read it and the man said you must love the Lord your God with all your heart all your soul all your strength and all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself and Jesus says, right that's it do this and you will live That that's the order of it is what that, that you love God first you love him most how by recognizing the gift that he gave to us through Jesus Christ, and then through that gift, we can have a relationship with God. And so what do we do? We love the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our soul. What we think, what what we do, and what we feel, our soul, our that essence of what we've talked about. And all your strength and all your mind. And he says, then what? Love your neighbor as yourself. You see, the order is crucial. That if we're gonna learn to love and we're going to have the strength of fellowship and community then we have to see the order that we first love God, why, because he first loved us, and then in turn we are able to love our husband, our wife, then we can love our children, then we can move into community. Or as a child, we can love God most, then we can learn to love our parents, love those closest closest to us in our family, and then we're able, you see, and I, I work with kids all the time, I'm super blessed to be able to work in, in the schools in our community, and I, I get to go in and have relationships and conversations with kids all the time. I've been doing it for 25 years and been incredibly blessed to do so. But in every conversation that I come into, I I notice something about students, and it's the same today as it was when you and I were kids, is that we are so feeling based and feeling driven. And we are conditioned to be that way. Why? Because we have not recognized the order. If God loves me most and I'm okay with him through that relationship with Jesus, and guess what? Then I'm okay. period. That means that i can move into life confident knowing that there are going to be opportunities before me that he is going to use to form me into his image and and cause me to become what he wants me to be but if we are constantly bombarded if our soul our thoughts our actions and our feelings are constantly bombarded from outside circumstances if our finances can continually dictate our thoughts if our struggles continually dictate our thoughts If our circumstances continually dictate our thoughts, Stephen, I mean, how does it not? It doesn't when we, and myself included, when we will make the choice and the decision to recognize God loves me most. He loves me most. He loves me right where I am. He wants me to recognize that love that he has for me. Why? So that I can love him. He is the perfect father. He does not make mistakes. He knows exactly how we need to be parents. He knows what we need when we need it. In fact, he knows what we need before we know that we need it. He knows our thoughts before we have them. And listen, he is in complete control of our life. And as we recognize that truth, then we are able to move into the difficulty. Why? Because we have a foundation of love that is not going to go away. It's going to be faithful. So many of us, As I even say this, and I think about all of you listening and all of you that will listen, so many of us have faced things that are beyond my understanding. So many of us have gone through and so many of you have have experienced things that were difficult, heartache, pain as children. Even as a child today, you may be a student right now and you're going through things that you don't understand. And there's so many students, as I said earlier, that I come in contact with and this is their, their greatest battle is trust. I mean, children that have been left behind by one or both parents or kids that are in situations that are difficult and divorce that has just riddled our country and our lives and separation and loss and abandonment and all these things abuse and all these things have happened those are all outside circumstances that are valid and real and true uh, they're, they're facts but 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 we'll understand there is also a fact that says that god loves me so much that he sent his only son to die for me to make a way for me what to have a relationship with him and to know that i am loved 100 percent i'm loved then we move out from life from that foundation most of us move into life without understanding that foundation that's what jesus was saying he said look you must you must love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul what you think what you do What you feel and all your mind all your strength then then you're able to love your neighbor as yourself you're able to love yourself how true is that there's one other phrase in the song that jason rass says he says i don't want to be someone who walks away so easily i'm here to stay and make the difference that i can make And, and that's so true i mean how many of us need to make that declaration today I don't want to be someone who walks away so easily I want to be here to stay and make a difference that I can make and listen to this phrase he says our differences they do a lot to teach us how to use the tools and gifts we've got we got a lot of stake. you see we need each other and so love is all about understanding the differences between us all of us are we're all so different i mean as you know i mean every one of us have a different set of fingerprints we have a different dna we are completely unique and though we may have similar gifts and and similar skill sets we all also have different sets of skills and i'm an extrovert and you may be an introvert and and i'm a, a personality that is an influencer you may be more of a steady personality that likes to just be behind the scenes and work we all need each other and that's what the song is saying our differences do a lot to teach us How we can use the gifts and tools that we've got but but how often do we walk away from a relationship why because it gets hard yeah i'm 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 a firm believer that sanctification and and being able to be changed into the image of god is a process that comes as we engage in relationships with one another we always fall back on the relationship with god and it's not that we fall back we know that it's there when that's secure and everything moves from there when I have that relationship with him through Jesus Christ, then I move out from there every day of my life. And so I engage in my marriage. I engage with my children. I en- You may engage with your parents. You engage with your friends at school. You engage with your coworkers. What? Based on the fact that I am loved. And I know that God has a purpose. And just like Jason Mraz says in his song, that there are differences that you have and they are going to help me in the long run. They are going to make me better. They're going to make me stronger and that we're going to help each other. Just like we talked about in the Super Bowl last week. They looked to Tom Brady and knew, this guy's done it before. I trust him. The Falcons are learning to trust each other. It's that journey that we all go through together. And I love the way that he ended the song. He says, and in the end, you're still my friend. At least we did. And we did the work. We didn't break. We didn't quit. We didn't stop. We learned how to bend without the world caving in around us. That's what we desire, that we don't give up. So many of us give up. I've heard people say, you know, I just don't, I just don't love anymore. I just, I'm, you know, and, and the reality of it is, is that I understand the statement, how that, that's a feeling, that's a feeling. We have to somehow wade through the feelings, wade through the circumstances, wade through the pain and the heartache, as difficult as it may be. And many of you, I may be saying this to and I, I have no idea what you're going through. I can't even imagine. But I know that Jesus promised that he'd never leave us and he'd never forsake us. And I know that if we just trust him, if you would stop right now and say, Lord, I don't know the answers to these questions, but I choose to believe you. And I choose to believe that you love me in spite of everything that I've faced. And, 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 and God, you love me in spite of everything that I've done. You know, one of the verses I love is in 1 John 1, 9. It says that if we confess our sins, He's faithful, he's just, he's gonna forgive you all your sins and everything you've done. If you will just stop and receive what's already there for you, If if we'll just stop and take what he's already done for us. That's why when Jesus died on the cross, he said, it is finished, it's done, it's done. And today, that's what love is all about. As we think about Jesus and we learn about his life, we understand that it was a choice that he made. We can't be led by our feelings. We have to be led by this truth. You see, God chose. He chose to show us who he was and who he is and how to love. Why? How? By coming down here personally and doing it for us, showing us through Jesus. That's why the Bible says in Romans 5, 8, God demonstrates. He demonstrates. He shows us his love for us. And then while we were still sinners, he died for us. When we didn't understand, when we didn't get it, when we didn't we didn't recognize it. He still died for us. You feel that way today? Man, I know I have this week. I don't get it. How many of you have looked at this guy and said, God, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand. Do you know, even in the midst of us not understanding, even in the midst of the confusing, that, the confusing things that we're facing in life, the questions that we have, can I tell you something today? God is faithful. He is. And he loves you. And if you will just rest in that fact, you say, Stephen, that doesn't pay my bills. I know that. Stephen, that that, that, that's not changing my circumstances. I, I know it doesn't feel that way. But can I tell you something? That if, when we make that declaration and we choose, we choose to believe that fact, we choose it. That's the foundation that everything else moves from. First John 4 said that God showed us, He showed us how much He loved us by sending His one and only Son into the world so that we could have eternal life. You see he says this is real love not that we love god but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins and then he says dear friends since god loved us that much then we surely ought to love one another now i hope that i have made the order very clear just like john shared with us god showed us how much he loved us how by sending his only son jesus showed us how much he loved us by being obedient to his father and giving his life for us. He showed how much he loved his father. He didn't let his feelings dictate his situation. He made a choice, a decision. I love God, God loves me. God wants me and asks me to do this, I'll do it. I'll trust him. Maybe you're there today. Maybe God said, look, I I want you to forgive him. Maybe God has said, I want you to, to press on. Maybe to your marriage today, God is saying to you, listen, Quit letting your circumstances dictate your decisions. Let my love for you and my leadership in your life be the foundation that you move from. I've showed you how to do it. I did it when you didn't understand. And I'm faithful, and if you'll trust me, then I will move you through whatever you're facing. There's a song that I absolutely love, and I know I say that a lot, but it's by Bethel Church. And it it just totally exemplifies everything we're talking about. And I wanna share it with you and then we're gonna move into just some thoughts before we close. But as we, as you listen to this song, as we share this song together, the song is simply called Love Came Down. Love came down and did what? He rescued us. And that's what the song is all about. And so I hope that as you listen to it, you can kind of put into order the things that we're talking about. And wherever you are, I pray right now, whatever you are, just clear your mind and whatever you're facing, whatever you're going through, whatever you're up against maybe today, that you would let the words of this song, the truth of this song infiltrate and that we could worship the one that came down and made a way for us so that we could have life and we could have hope and we could have healing. And the first phrase is great. Listen to the first phrase, all right? Let's listen and worship this together. Is I love that song. You know, Jesus told us he is love in John 15. He says, look, this is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. There is no greater love than this, than to lay down one's life for one's friends. You know, I have to remind myself, just like that song says, I have to remind myself of all that Jesus has done in my life. I mean, think about it. You are not where you are today by chance. You are not listening to this by accident. This is not some type of coincidence. You you are not catching this episode, even if you're catching it later on down the road. You are not here by accident. And we have to recognize and learn that that Jesus said, look, I am love. God has showed me. Look, this is love. That you would learn to love each other as I've loved you. And there's no greater love than to lay down one's life for his friends. That's what Jesus did for us. And that's the whole point of that song. And if your heart is overwhelmed today, if you don't think you can hear God's voice, can I tell you something? I've been there as well. This week I've been there. Looked to the sky and said, God, where are you? It does not take away from the idea that we have to hold on. Like the song says to what is true, though we cannot see. And the storms of life, they're going to come and the road's going to get steep. But at those moments we have to lift our hands in faith and believe. Why? Because of his love for us. That is foundationally everything. Everything that we live for. All of life moves from that truth. I'm yours. I'm over, I'm, I'm completely yours. And when everything is good and I'm filled with hope and I can feel your hand's grace on me, then I, Lord, keep me to teach me to stay desperate for you. You know, we have to remind ourselves of that daily. And it takes work. It takes effort. It takes sacrifice. As we come into Valentine's Day this week and and, and everyone's searching for something to give the people that they love and, and we're looking to somehow let them know, can you can I tell you the greatest thing that you'll ever do for them is just is to love God most. Do you know it better than any card, better than any heart thing of chocolates? And and I love those, and my wife loves those. I mean Better than anything you're gonna give them today, this week, is that you would make the decision to love God most individually. That is the best gift I could ever give my wife, my children, my friends, to take that truth and let it be a part of the foundation and the fiber of everything that I am. Not based upon anyone's approval, not based upon anyone else's thoughts about me, not based on anything that I've done, but everything that that he's done for us that's why paul said look love is patient love is kind it's not jealous it doesn't boast it isn't proud it isn't rude it does not demand its own way it's not irritable it doesn't keep record of wrongs it doesn't rejoice about enjoy justice love never gives up it never loses faith it always hopes it always trusts it always perseveres love never fails it never fails and that's the whole essence because the bible says that look if you will know the truth that the truth will set you free. And, and this morning I want to as we we close out this thought together I I want to look in the in John chapter 3 together. And I want to share some verses here and just a couple of thoughts to to finish this up today. Because this is truth today. As we go into this season and and as people are trying to search for the right words and they're trying to do the right things, I hope today that I've emphasized that wherever you are today, No matter what your situation may be no matter what your circumstance may be if we can choose and recognize that god loves us that he has forgiven us and we can have that relationship first and let that be the foundational the foundation of everything that we move forward from it will make a huge difference that's the point of this whole story in john 3 is in john chapter 3 and verse 1 it says there was a man named nicodemus He was a Jewish religious leader who was a Pharisee. After dark one evening, he came to speak with Jesus. After dark now, he didn't want anybody to see. He was a religious leader in the day and he didn't want anybody to know that he was coming. Rabbi, he said, we all know that God has sent you to teach us. Your miraculous signs are evidence that God is with you. And Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, unless you were born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, Nicodemus comes and he says, Rabbi, we we all know that you're a teacher. Well, first of all, He's coming at dark at night so that others won't see him and, and so that he won't be noticed. And then he's trying to patronize Jesus. He says, we all know that you've, got, you've done this and, and these miraculous signs and everything. And then, and Jesus sees right through that fluff and he, and he tells him, I'll tell you the what. unless you're born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Now I want to tell you something, when we learned to love, you know what Jesus was doing to Nicodemus? He was, he was trying to get him to, to recognize his own heart well, Nicodemus, you're coming to me at night. I get it. I'm glad you're coming. But you're coming to me at night. Why is that? And Nicodemus, you're saying really neat words about me, but but let me give you something to think about. Unless you're born again, unless you change the way that you think, unless you recognize how much you need me above everything else, you won't get it. Can I tell you that if we're going to learn to love, that means that we're going to embrace confrontation. We're going to embrace that moment where we are confronted with the truth. And maybe that's you today. Maybe today you just need to say, you know what? I'm at the point of giving up on my marriage. I'm at the point of giving up on this relationship. I'm at the point of stopping. My my circumstances are controlling me. And today God saying, look, love me most. Put me first. Give me a chance. Just like Jesus told Nicodemus. You got to be born again. You got to change the way you think. Because the way that you have been thinking has gotten you to where you are today. So the first thing, we have to embrace confrontation, and we have to love authentic conversations. That's what Jesus wants us to have. He wants us to have authentic conversations. Listen to what Nicodemus says, the next verse in verse 4. He says, What do you mean, exclaimed Nicodemus? How can an old man go back into his mother's womb and be born again? Jesus replied, I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the Spirit. Humans reproduce only human life, but the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. Now, this goes back to what we talked about a while ago. The soul, remember? What you think, what you do, and how you feel? What Jesus is saying, is saying, listen, you have to be changed from the inside out. You have to quit living at the surface level. You have to live according to a change that I can only do in your life. That's why Jesus said, don't be surprised that you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it wants, just as you can hear the wind, but you can't tell where it comes from or where it's going. You can't explain how people are born of the spirit. And here's what he wanted him to see. He said, listen, I want you to recognize that it's my presence in you. It's my foundational existence that you choose to believe in, that you give me control of your life. And then I'm gonna change you. That's how you're born again. That's how your thinking changes. That's how everything shifts in your life because then I have control. That's where we learn to love. We cannot love unless we know the author of love. We cannot give forgiveness unless we allow the one that that paid the price for our forgiveness to forgive us first. It all begins with us. It all begins inside of us. And that's what Jesus was telling Nicodemus. Don't give me all this outside surface stuff. Don't tell me all these great, don't try to impress me with your words. I, I, that's not. A, I, you need to understand something you need to be changed from the inside Nicodemus you're coming to me at night okay that's fine I understand you don't want everybody else to see you but don't come to me with just this idea that, that you just want surface things I want you to go deeper why? because there's a purpose for your life and so Jesus says look I want to have an authentic conversation with you and you have to understand that you have to be led by the spirit you have to be changed internally does that make sense? allow God to impact your thoughts and your actions and your feelings. This is what Nicodemus says. He says, how are these things possible? Jesus replied, you are a respected Jewish teacher, and yet you don't understand these things? I assure you, we tell you what we know and have seen, and yet you won't believe our testimony. But if you don't believe me when I tell you about earthly things, how can you possibly believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ever gone to heaven and returned, but the Son of Man has now come down, just like we just talked about, has come down from heaven. Basically, Jesus was saying, look, love has come down. It's right here in front of you. Listen, I'm trying to tell you these things, and, and you don't even get some of this stuff. I, I'm i trying to talk to you about spiritual things. I'm trying to change, let you change internally. I'm trying to get you to accept the fact that, look, I can make a difference in your life because God has sent me to do that. And let's how close. As Moses was lifted up on the bronze snake on a pole in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must also be lifted up. And there was a time in the in the Old Testament where the, the children of Israel had been disobedient, and and there had been snakes that were unleashed, and, and lots of people had been bitten by snakes, and their healing was when they looked to this pole that Moses lifted up. And so what Jesus is saying, he's saying, listen, this is what I'm about to do. He says, the Son of Man must also be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him will what? Have eternal what? Life. L- can I tell you something? It's, That eternal life, we so focus on eternity beyond this life. Can I tell you something? God, Jesus said, look, I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly here. It begins now. How? Just like this. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son that whoever would believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. You see, God sent his son into the world not to judge the world, but to save the world. Do you get it? So here's a man, Nicodemus, that comes at night to avoid being seen. He says all this surface stuff about how, we know you're a teacher, we know you do these great things, and Jesus says, wait a minute, time out, time out. Don't give me that. You gotta be born again. What do you mean I gotta be born again? You, you gotta change the way you think. You remember going back to Jason Mraz's song, song How Old Is Your Soul? Nicodemus, what do you really believe? Internally, what do you believe? Who controls your thoughts? It must be the other religious leaders because you're coming to me at night. So you must be pretty pretty obsessed about their opinions. I get that, Jesus says. But I want to challenge you to stop that. I want to challenge you to quit allowing every outside circumstance and every outside situation to dictate what you believe. I came. God sent me. Why? He sent me Because he loved you. And he wants to give, me to give my life. Why? So that you can believe and not have to perish. Can I tell you something today? You don't have to, you don't have to perish today. Stephen, I know, I'm not talking about death. I'm not talking about death. I'm talking about spiritual death. I'm talking about something. I'm talking about what Jesus was talking about. Jesus said, look, God didn't send me into the world to judge the world. He sent me to save the world. And I do that by loving you. And giving my life for you so if you're gonna to learn to love you've got to embrace these moments of difficult conversation and really the conversation not so much with others as times as with yourself those internal conversations those battles that you have internally that are based on what you believe and who you believe now that's what jesus was saying i want to change you from the inside out Nicodemus, I want you to be different. And 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 good enough for Jesus, for Nicodemus, he asked questions. He he said, What do you mean? And how are these things possible? Can I encourage you today? Ask questions. God, what do you want? Lord, show me. And, and don't let them be questions that you expect answers to. He, he is immediately, it's a process, it's a journey that he, he guides you and he leads you. It's, it's first surrendering your will to his will your situation so that he can take control of it, your confusion so that he can bring clarity to it. You see, learning to love it means that you listen more than you speak. Stop, listen. Psalms say, be still my soul and know that that I am God. He says, stop, listen. And then once you listen and you know what God says, Then you put into practice what what you believe this is not easy i know that but can i tell you something that when we begin to make these decisions and choices that we are changed you know nicodemus was changed do you know that after jesus christ died on the cross and his body was on the cross left there that there was a man named joseph of arimathea who came to the jewish leaders and he asked to take Jesus's body, and there's a there's a neat passage. It's in John chapter 19, verse 39, and here it he is. He's going and risking a lot by asking this question, risking being seen. And verse 39 says that Joseph, as Joseph of Arimathea came, it says with him came Nicodemus, the man who came to Jesus at night, and he brought about 75 pounds of perfumed ointment, made from myrrh and aloes, and they together, Nicodemus and Joseph parimathea they wrapped jesus's body i think that's so cool because nicodemus had a choice to make and he made the choice and you know what he chose to allow what jesus said to change him so much so that at that point in his life i love the way that it reads nicodemus who came to him at night had changed can i tell you something today i i pray that that change can come to your life today as well I pray that as we move into this week where everybody will buy balloons and flowers and candies and this and that and we struggle to find the right card to say the right thing and as we think about love and we give carnations and students all these things and they're all good but I pray that this week as we move into this week that, that we can see that the power of fellowship and community is, is, is based on the fact that we make the decision I want to learn to love and if I'm going to learn to love I've got to know Jesus because he is love And he showed me what love was all about why because he gave his life that's the truth and so that's the one thing that's the one thing that remains above all things as we close our our broadcast today and these last few minutes together i want us to to listen to this song it's song it's called one thing remains and um jesus culture sang it way back and the song basically says this, Your love never fails, it never gives up, it never runs out on me. Today, wherever you are, whatever you're facing, I, I want us to just worship. And as you listen to this song today, I I pray that, that you can come back foundationally to this truth. That I'm going to choose to love God most. I, your circumstances are still going to be there. Your financial difficulties are still going to be there. The issues and struggles that you don't know what to do, they're still going to be there. You see, it's not about those things changing immediately because they're not going to. But what changes is us, what we believe, what we choose to believe, and moving forward into this week, how we pray. It all begins by that decision. It all begins with that decision. So we're going to play the song, and and then we'll come back, and and we'll close. But as let's just worship together, and let's try to tile this together. And maybe you feel like Nicodemus today. You know you're uncertain, and you are con- conflicted, and you're battling all these things, and and you're being faced with hard decisions and choices. You're being confronted with truth. And now you have to let God have control of your thoughts. Let him lead your choices and let him guide your feelings. Instead of going backwards, change from the inside. And the Bible says in Ephesians 2.1, that when you make the choice to give God the rule of your life through Jesus Christ, that you are alive. Your spirit becomes alive. That means just like Jesus told Nicodemus, you're born again. And now you're led internally rather than externally. And we learn that. We learn how to do that as God shows us. So let's listen to this song and we'll close. says look it doesn't matter what we face what we come up against that your love never fails it never gives up on me it never stops and as we move into this week and we recognize the power of fellowship and community that we'll see that it all begins there with that relationship and so I pray right now that you can see that and understand that everything moves out just like Nicodemus learned as we face the difficult choices in life and the difficult situations that we come up against it all moves from that reality of loving God most so Father, in the name of Jesus today, I pray for everyone listening. I pray, God, that everyone here today that has taken a moment to stop by, that Lord, they would see that no matter what they face, no matter what they've gone, what they're going through, no matter what they've ever been through, that God, you love them. God, your love never fails. It never gives up on us. Your love came down to make a way for us. And just like Jason Moraz says, that God, we can't give up. And the way that we are able to not give up is through you. So what I pray that everyone listening today will be, first of all, blessed by you. But I pray, God, that they would recognize their need for you above everything. And that, God, they would make the choice, like Nicodemus did. They may be struggling. They may be uncertain. They may be impacted by all kinds of outside circumstances. But that they'll recognize today that through Jesus Christ, as he said, and like Jesus shared, that God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever would choose to believe in him wouldn't perish, but have everlasting life. Life not just eternally, which is significant, but life today, which is equally significant. We love you, Lord. We praise you. We thank you for this time together. We thank you for True Texas Radio and for the opportunity to do this broadcast. We pray, God, your blessing on everyone listening. We ask this in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen. You guys be blessed today. Thanks for joining in. Look forward to seeing you next week. Talk to you soon.